Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie is here. It's Formula One Australia returns. We have a special guest today from the racing incident. Anna, Anna, introduce yourself, the show. I know I don't think your first episode's actually come out yet. So uh, when does it come out? And yeah. Um, it actually came out today. Oh, but, perfect. Yeah. I knew that. Um, no, it's okay. Um, so yeah, I'm Anna Tarkov. Um, I live in the Chicago area and I am one of the co-hosts and co-producer, I guess you could say, since we do it all of, uh, the racing incident podcast, which is brand new. Um, as Mike was just saying, because we've just started, there's like a trailer, which is sort of like a little intro about us, which is episode zero and episode one just came out today. Um, and hopefully Wednesdays are going to be the days when we have new episodes. Seems like that's probably going to be our schedule. So, um, you can go to racingincident.com if you want to subscribe because you can search for racing incident on all the platforms, but on some, it won't come up yet since it's yep. still new and you know so uh but from our website there's a nice little subscribe button and it should give you the option of all the different platforms and you can subscribe i am very familiar with the trials and tribulations of podcast apps and looking <laughs> for things yeah but so we're going to start with a trivia question here probably a little bit of news and then talk about australia you're welcome to Try your hand at trivia. My goal every week is to stump Frenchie. I don't, I think maybe I've been successful once. So, so it's in, hard to do. Very hard to do. Mm. In 1952, Formula One had lost Alfa Romeo and BRM, which left a much smaller grid of essentially just Ferrari cars. So they did not use Formula One rules in 1952. They used what other motorsports series rule? rules wow i have no clue i'm just um yeah I, I, you know googling would be cheating so. <laughs> if i remember correctly which i may not because i'm not good at my 50s f1 that's almost too far back for me do they run f2 rules damn it <laughs> i was like i was like i have them on this one there's no chance he knows this yeah yeah you're right there's got to be a way to to think of a question. That... Yeah. There's got to be. I'm using funtrivia.com for this one. So like, <laughs> oh, don't tell me the source. Now I'm going to go look it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. You probably already know where the rest of these. Like one of them, one of them was, you know, how many wheels did the Tyrrell car have back in the 70s? Like, well, or what does the Hans device, what does H-A-N-S stand for? Like, was come it, on. Was like, it eight wheels? Six. six. A six. That's right. There were two in it's the front. Ridiculous, okay. ridiculous looking car. Yeah, I've Hans, seen it. Yeah. What's Hans head and neck safety or something yes. like that? Yeah. Yes. Safety. Yeah. Um, well, I okay. consider I consider this like a personal challenge now. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to find something. And yeah, I'll, I mean, send I'll it, post it, you. post it on yeah. Twitter, and 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 tag us, and we can see how long it takes Frenchie uh, to come up with an answer. Probably not that long. Um. He's like our I resident. Will, I think, F1 yeah, you should put that guru. out to everybody. Yeah. Um, all right, Frenchie, what do we got news, Wes? All right. So, the first thing I think we're going to start with is just to explain a little bit around why we did not record an F1 episode last week. Yep. And that was because 
we decided that we didn't really want to cover the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, given everything mm. that happened. Um, not necessarily because of the human rights violations that we know exist in that country, um, which I guess Formula One has decided to ignore, but because literally um, Formula One decided to say, hey, we're going to race in an active conflict zone. And basically to all the people who live there, well, we're F1. It's not a danger to us. Put your little war on hold and we're going to have this race. And so once we leave, you get back to your conflict. And for us, that just didn't really sit well. So now you guys know basically why we didn't record an episode last week, if you were interested, and a little bit around my opinions, at least. And I, I see a lot of nodding it's about how, how we feel about the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. I, I mean, I've only, this is only really my second season of watching F1, like, on a regular basis. So... For me, it's like, well, I mean, I guess nothing like this has exactly happened before, but even still, it's kind of like bizarre in a way that, you know, I've watched lots of other sports um, and you just can't imagine nothing like this happening really in anything. Yeah, it's crazy to think that when there is a lightning strike, at least for an IndyCar, it's within a half hour of the track or 10 miles of the track. I forget what the exact uh, rule is. The racing is suspended, but when we have like a missile strike and a fire was a six kilometers from the, from the track, it's like, yeah, we're fine. So I'd love to know. And I know we never will who like led the discussions, you know, those pictures we saw of the drivers talking at like three o'clock in the morning, Saudi time. But Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, jumping off of that, actually, apparently the Saudi minister of sport, and we'll see if I can get his name right, uh, His Royal Highness Prince Abdulaziz bin Turkey Al-Faisal um, yeah. has offered to sit down with Lewis Hamilton and talk yeah, to him about his I concerns. I saw that. I saw that. I, oh my God. I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think Lewis is going to sit down with him, but... I, I, when I saw that, I even, I think I like tweeted something like, please, Lewis, no, because <laughs> this is not, there's no good outcome that can result from this. Um, it's not like Lewis is going to go in there and be like, listen, you guys got to clean up all this human rights stuff. And the guy's going to be like, okay. Thanks for <laughs> pointing that say. out, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, <laughs> yeah. I'll get right on that, <laughs> you know, right. like, because uh, you said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, Amnesty International and other people like that, we don't really care about, but you were going to listen to and we're going to change things around. Um, so and and I think that, you know, unfortunately, the, the bad thing that would happen with that is it would be like this PR opportunity for Saudi Arabian government to really be like, look, we're sitting yeah. down with Lewis and we've heard his concerns and we're going to try to make some changes. And they're going to they would he's not going to do it. I don't think he's that stupid. Uh, but that they would use it as a, you know, as a sort of a, like a, you know, more of the sport washing that they're already doing um, by hosting the race and whatever else. Uh, like that they've got like the World Cup coming or what is it? The, something else. That's in Qatar, I think. Or Qatar, oh, that's right. You say it. Okay. One of the but, other. Yeah. But well, yeah, in the same region right there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the not, other. Not, human not to suggest that all yeah. the countries are the same. And of course, you know, I think it is important always to say that 
it's not a criticism of the people that live in that country, um, but of the government. So it's, you know, I think, I think there's definitely, um, sometimes it comes off to people in the Middle East a certain way, you know what I mean? Like that, um, and of course some of the comments yeah. from like team principal, like when Toto was like in this part of the world, like this is not a big deal. It's <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, actually, or like whatever, however you phrase Still it, is. like. This is part of their culture, I think he said. It was just a horrible choice of words. Yeah, violence like, and war is not part of anyone's culture, totally. Right, so, right, yeah. right. Or unfortunately, far too many. Um, right. And so, but not yeah. by choice, so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see about that. Unfortunate all around. Well, they have a 10-year deal in Saudi Arabia, I'm pretty sure, right? And they've yeah, already said that they're long. going back next year. Yeah, yeah, they have. I mean, I'm really curious. What I'm really curious about is... I'm curious about what, um, you know, like, like the conversation that went around about like, where they kind of like threatened that if you don't race, that you're not really going to be able to leave. And I think they all played it off as like, um, well, we wouldn't be able to leave right away anyway, because there's so many people and so many flights that it would take. It's not like we could just pick up and go the second, you know, and I, I think that while that's true, it still would have been a statement not to race. It still would have been you know like a firm stance and also you wouldn't have had all these people in one place at the same time you know in in the event that there could have been some kind of attack you know or something that they would have all been in different places so at least (laughs) at least um you know because i really i don't know about you guys but i was like sort of scared the whole weekend um yeah friday was and after friday honestly i i didn't think about it a lot but like Friday, especially like during the meetings and and whatnot, I was just sitting at the bar like, what what is going on? Like this is mm-hmm. the most I shouldn't be stressed covering Formula One from four thousand miles away. Like this exactly. is supposed to be the easy part of covering racing, like the IndyCar and traveling. Like yeah, that's tiring, but this is that I felt like I was traveling and I was you know obviously I wasn't there. And props to. Chris Medlin for staying up to like three in the morning Saudi time to to, to yeah. do that. But I think a lot of the journalists did, or some of them came back to the track. Yeah, saw there were yeah. people that came back. They had gone to their hotel, and then they were like had gotten word, you know, that stuff was going on, so they came back. But, yeah, yeah, but that is their job. <laughs> I would have like I used to be a journalist, yeah. and I mean, I would have been doing the same thing. I mean, listen, I've I've done plenty for IndyCar, and we'll get we'll we'll do some F one traveling at some point soon, but. Uh, maybe, maybe not there. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. not next year. No, I mean, there were people that left. The Sky Germany people left. Yeah. I mean, they left someone behind, I guess, to do the coverage. <laughs> Still, someone drew the short straw. It's like in that movie uh, Armageddon when they like draw the straws to that's figure right, out who has to that's right. stay on the asteroid. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably a terrible comparison now that I think about it. Uh. But we're going to go with it because. <laughs> I don't have time to edit, so it's just you know it's, we're just gonna we're just gonna ride that one and see what happens. We have or to. Ride. What else do we have? What you busy this weekend again? Yeah, it's not like there's other racing going on that I have to oh. be at the track for. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> What's next? That, that's a little plug that there's uh, an IndyCar race going on for all you F1 fans. So watch Long Beach if you have the chance, and listen to our IndyCar episode because you can like both. And you should like both, probably. I keep wanting to get into IndyCar, you guys. Like, maybe you can tell me what's an easy way. We'll convert you. We got you. Okay. YouTube. 
I well, YouTube. I know. I mean, it's like okay, duh. I like I. I know, That's like the I, easy way to get into it. Like the okay. the like watch the highlight. Like especially like I mean, Formula One does the same thing, but like the the uh, like the race highlights that are like ten minutes long or eight minutes yeah. long or whatever. Oh, on, like on the YouTube. radio rewind thing. Yeah, or, are yeah. super yeah. cool. Um, follow us because. Yeah, Shannon course. and I will be there all weekend, so like there'll be plenty of stuff posted throughout our weekend. And uh yeah. Yeah, I keep wanting to get into it because everything's it's like, streaming it on like, Peacock now, so it's like you don't right. even have to like you don't have to be sitting at home to watch it anymore. Right. But which there's is cool. Commercials, right? Yeah, yes. you know, we're not most sports aren't fancy like Formula One. <laughs> I know. You get spoiled. Like sometimes I do get spoiled, and granted, like I, I I don't have a room to complain because almost every IndyCar race I'm at the track, so it's like I don't see commercials anyway. So like I really don't care if there's commercials, but like <laughs> when I I know soulless, but like I was watching, I watched like <laughs> ten laps of NASCAR last weekend, and I know not a, not my best decision of the weekend. But there was a commercial, and I was like, "What is this garbage?" And then I was like, "Oh right, this would be an IndyCar broadcast if I was at home." Do they so, actually show on the IndyCar when you watch it on Peacock? Do they actually show like it? Does it actually cut away from the race, or is it like a side by side thing, or is it like how do they do it? It it mirrors the broadcast. Okay. Some, somehow I don't know how that works, but somehow I guess they're able to get your location and play the ads that you would see, you know, the local commercials that you would get and everything. Yeah. But I mean like there, so there, it's a full cutaway. Like you're not Mm -hmm. seeing. So, I mean, what if something happens? Well, sometimes they do the side by side, um, (laughs) but it's not, it's not all the time. I think most of the time they try to do a side by side, but their app is really good. I would say for IndyCar. So you can follow the race really easily on the app. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I that's that's the, the the thing is, is that like I don't think for me, like I'm the type of person that when I get into something, I get really into it. So yeah. I don't know if it'll be enough for me to see highlights and things like that. I would probably want to like watch the race and know everything about everything, like how I've been with F1 and I and well, welcome to the um, club. Yeah. We will we will convert you. <laughs> this is a, a shout out to Cassie Johnston. Cassie does this really cool like, oh crap, I forget the name of it now that I've just give, given her a shout out. A the, primer. The yeah, the primer. Thank you. Okay. Where it's just it's on her on her Twitter. I'll send it to you, uh, okay. when we're when we're not recording. Yeah. And it's like real, you know, it's graphic and you know some facts about what's going on for the weekend and uh, times of everything. And it's like real simple. Like so that way during the weekend you're like, okay, what time is the next practice on? Whatever. It's like boom, I go to Cassie's Twitter and there it is. So that is Cassie, that sounds Cassie very helpful. That sounds very helpful. Yeah, because I'm like, I really want to get into it because of the fact that it seems like such a nice vibe yeah. compared to F1. <laughs> yeah, fact. You know what I mean. You know exactly oh, yeah. what I mean. Right? You don't like even have to go further. Know. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't really have a, I hadn't watched, I haven't still really watched, watched India. I mean, I know like some of the teams, some of the drivers, et cetera, obviously, you know, but um but uh, I, I, you know, like when, when Grosjean went over there and then he was like, this is so great. Everyone's so nice. People are like hanging out together, having barbecues. Or doing that. I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. That sounds like how it should be. You know, the biggest difference is you walk through. So the, the, the start, the, the easiest and shortest example is you walk on the grid before the race starts, like literally 
drivers are getting ready to put their helmets on and someone will go up and be like, oh, I want a selfie or I want to fist bump and chat for a second. And they're like, okay. Chat. I mean, obviously there are drivers who are quieter and like maybe yeah. don't, but you know, obviously in F1 or NASCAR, or, you know, that, that just like, doesn't like that level of fan access doesn't happen for, I mean, I don't remember for Texas, but I know for St. Pete, it's like 40 bucks for the weekend. Like, so for like all three days you get, you know, uh wow. paddock access pit access except during the race uh probably a few other things that i'm missing so it's like okay, you get a I'm lot sold. of stuff i'm i'm sold that's, yeah yeah that's, and you're in I chicago think. so you're not far from indianapolis so that's right you that's know right. at least come down for like qualifying weekend or or something fun next yeah, month yeah i really need to really yeah there's, there's enough no crossover excuse. where it's worth yeah. it there's enough crossover yeah. it's like what so i just moved to indy three months ago so it's what a three-hour drive south of you is is indianapolis i mean it's like not, i don't know exactly but it's yeah. not super far yeah see there you go yeah. sold okay i may have to do that i'm gonna Perfect. i'm gonna try and cassie will be there so i'll i'll make sure cassie says hello too uh Ca- not that she's technically part of our team but she's like yeah. one of my closest friends so nice. uh, so when you say you can go on the grid like what do you mean anyone any like if you have any, a like if you're a if you bought a ticket yeah if you if you if you bought a pit and paddock pass and okay it, you know the, the Which cost, cars like, have how much st pete was 40 bucks for the weekend texas is probably super cheap yeah it ranges uh, from like 50 no probably like 40 to i'd say 70 75 bucks at the max how, why is it so little there's some outliers like Nashville is expensive. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. There's there's a few outlier, outliers, but for the most part, at the high end, let's say a hundred bucks for the weekend, like the Indy 500 to get that stuff, you know, pit and paddock is like a hundred and fifty bucks. But that's wow, like that's every day like of practice, nothing. qualifying, pre race, yeah, carb day on Friday before the 500. It's just it's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's what well, I don't understand. How do you keep people because like how many, you know, uh, it, it's so many people that, I mean, how yeah. many, how do they limit it to how many people can buy those passes? Is that, there's like a limit? Like it. Because wouldn't it, it be like, like it. wouldn't potentially everyone who got one want to go on the grid? Like, I mean, I would. So I, I figure lots of other people would too. How do they keep it from getting too crowded? At Road America, I think your ticket is a paddock pass and somehow yeah. it works. Huh. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, like you see somebody like get a little too close to like a front wing and you're like oh boy but i knock on wood i think i saw somebody knock over a spare front wing one time a couple years ago but like i mean it's you know not not too often things like that happen there are like tracks that you go to depending on the promoter where you're like okay it's xyz promoter the grid is going to be mobbed beforehand and there's others where it's not as bad but yeah, I mean it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. I mean that sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. really cool. I'd want to say hi to Colton. He seems super cool. Exactly, Colton's a lot of fun. He seems he seems really nice. I I watched him at the race of champions. Okay. Yep. Um, that was so cool. I don't know if you guys watched that, but it was pretty awesome. I watched like five minutes. I I may yeah. have been hungover that morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's over. What two days? It was over two days. Um, and yeah, um, Colton and Jimmy Johnson actually did super well. They, um, they were in the final for the team, um, uh, the team competition, 
which was hilarious because they were like both, they had never driven on ice and snow, you know, they're from California, right? So, but they did really well. It was a, I felt like a proud American, which I usually never do. <laughs> yeah. But in that, in that moment, I actually felt kind of proud. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was uh, that was good. I mean, it was cool to to hear Jimmy Johnson talk about it, being like, "I didn't know what what to expect going into it." And yeah, I mean, Jimmy's another one that the more I mean, I know it's not. I shouldn't talk about Jimmy Johnson because it's F one and has nothing to do with F one. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a super interesting guy to listen to. Yeah, and he apparently he hadn't been out of the country this uh, since like the pandemic. It was his first time out. Um, so yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he made the most of it. Hell yeah. All right, Frenchie, what do we got next? All right. So after now that we've kind of preached at everyone who's just, <laughs> just an F1 fan, hopefully you're convinced about IndyCar, <laughs> but now we'll get back to F1 and what we really are supposed to talk about on this episode. And in the big news for at least the American audience, Las Vegas Grand Prix was announced. And it's going to take place, I believe, what is it, October, November, November, like the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day weekend. weekend. Yeah, and it's going to be, let's see, a 3.8 mile street circuit with 14 corners and a long straight that's actually going to be on the Las Vegas Strip. So the last time the U.S. had three Grand Prix was in 1982 when we had, what was it, uh, Detroit, Long Beach, when F1 still ran there. And, and the parking lot in Vegas. Caesars Palace, yep. <laughs> and so I think that was the first time that a country has had three Grand Prix. And so now the U.S. has three, three again. We're back! <laughs> it's the first time Vegas is back since 82 as well. So yeah. happy to see that. And we'll, we'll see what the ticket prices end up being. Hopefully it looks oh. a little bit more reasonable than Miami, but I kind of doubt it being I, Vegas. No, I don't think so. No, it's going to be no. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was even worse. Yeah, probably. I'm trying I mean, to be optimistic. Let's, let's but be honest. Ve- Vegas is, d- despite the personal differences I have with, <laughs> with Vegas. What are it, those? I, uh, to make a very long story short, <laughs> because everybody who listens to the show has heard this multiple times. Sorry, everyone I, else. Yeah, I had a very bad experience with my hotel room getting robbed the last time I was there. Oh, no. And I was sleeping in it. So, <gasps> yeah, you know, it's just one of like, it's fun. It's funny to like laugh about now because it's years ago at this point, but it is. Uh... So it was like in planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah, exactly. You know what, yeah, uh-huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was very, uh, it's very confusing waking up and like trying to be like, where's my cell phone? Did I just drink too much last night and lose it? So the important thing is that you're okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I guess, you know, I guess, but yeah, that's, that's not a pleasant experience. I I think though, if, if we decided to cover it and credential processes is easy, I would consider going as long as I don't stay wherever, whatever resort casino I stayed in. (laughs) I can share the lodging with you and I'll wake up. Because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a light sleeper, and I would hear somebody coming in the room. <laughs> there you go. I'll be the watchdog. You, you have a plan. You yeah, have exactly. A plan. You're all set. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would. Uh, I mean, I would go because I have uh, the opposite association with Vegas. Um, my <laughs> husband and I got married there. Oh, cool. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, like not not like the not like the you know drive through chapel yeah, yeah. situation, but like the nice. 
wedding, you know, like at the Bellagio's where we did it. And, um, and it was actually, it was super fun. And I like, since, ever since they've announced the Grand Prix, I've been, it's been fun. Cause I'm like, I took out like my wedding pictures. I'm like, this is, yeah. like, I had like, for me, it's like a nice, um, a nice association. And then of course, you know, it's going to be like insane. You know, it's going to be like some kind of a, I mean, it's, it's Vegas. Hollywood. It's already insane. Oh yeah. Um, so this is just going to be a circus coming to a circus. And it's a Saturday night race. I forgot to mention, which is the That's first right. time I think we've had a Saturday night race since I'm actually not sure the last time, probably before <laughs> I was watching F1 in the late nineties, early two thousands when I was very little. I hate that you were little in the late nineties, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I'm also yeah. old. Yeah. So. No, you're not. That's a recurring, well, yeah. a recurring joke on the podcast I from mean, the other co-host that Mike is old. I don't go for that one because it seems like a cheap shot and he's only like a couple years older than me. Like six years. What is it? Right. What do I bet you I'm older than you? <laughs> I don't want to make that bet. <laughs> We're talking about Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. I don't like right. that. I don't All like right. I don't like losing money. I, All right. But I like winning money. <laughs> And I only play blackjack. Okay, same. Because I don't really know how to play anything else. I mean, no. I don't. Yeah, I did win. I did win once. Like uh, it was when we'd been a few other times before the times that we got married, and that's what we had like nice memories of it. I think that was one of the reasons we wanted to do it there. Also, it's super great for like I recommend if people if you're not having like the huge ridiculous to do wedding situation, it's a great place to get married because they do like every like I plan the wedding over email. Like they assign you a person. And they help you with everything, and it's like there's, it's so easy, simple. Formula One wedding the same weekend <laughs> as the Grand Prix. Do it, people. I mean, listen, if you are right now in a serious relationship, and you feel like maybe this is the right time to pop the question, or to you know talk about it, whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Is there is there a situation here I need to know about? <laughs> Uh, I've been dating my girlfriend for five years, and I, I think she's, oh. she's pretty much ready. Um, so uh, let me say to you, and okay, so listen, it's 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 still a whole year away, all right? The Grand Prix true. is, so you've got time. You don't actually even need a whole year. Like, I don't remember what our, you know, depending on what exactly you want to do. I, I, uh, I'm sure there, it's nice at all the other hotels when you do it at the Bellagio, it's pretty cool because when you go do your pictures, they will turn the fountain on just for you, even if it's not the uh, right. given time. And you can pick the song, and then you take pictures out front. You know, French, you have to and... you have to pick who let the dogs out. Well, my girlfriend, <laughs> my girlfriend works for Hilton, so I don't know if I'd be allowed to go to the. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, you have to go there okay. anyway. Yeah, I check well, it out. I'm, yeah, just yeah, to play well, who let to... the dogs out. I don't know why that song, but okay. There's no way they have who let the dogs out as an option. Like it's it's all like you know very like more like slow melodic songs because of the fountains are like dancing. I've got some time before I need to worry about that one (laughs) at this point in my life. So I yeah I recommend I recommend you consider this as an option because I think about how awesome that would be. You go to see the Grand Prix and you get married. It's going to be such a memorable weekend. You have a good weekend. She has a good weekend. You both have Everybody a good weekend together. Good weekend. I, I I think um, it may be 
I may get some pushback about needing <laughs> to try to make the weekend also another event besides my wedding. Uh, if I do that. But yeah. we'll see. Silly. Silly. Is she, is she not into F1? Uh, no, not at all. Or, <laughs> oh, or racing in general. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's... Uh... She, pay, she she like let, listens to me ramble on about it just to be right. polite, but yeah, right. no interest. So does my husband's not into it too. It's so funny. And he's actually the one who sort of got me into it in a sense. You can listen, you can hear the story on our trailer, um, but um, which is episode zero. Now there's an episode one, there's episode zero. And, you know, he, he didn't get into it like I did. And, uh, but he, um, he doesn't listen as politely, I would say, but what he does do <laughs> That's super, super sweet. Is it if I'm like having a bad day or I'm like upset or not feeling well, he'll be like, okay, talk about F1. And then, and then I do, <laughs> do you know what? It always makes me feel better. It actually works. I'll start telling him all the stuff that I've been holding back from telling him, you know. So, See, yeah. all the people who get so worked up and stressed out on Twitter over F1, we need to be more like Anna and just be positive. It, it should make you happy. Yeah. That's what we're going for. That's what we're going for. Okay. Find that friend or spouse that will let you chat about whatever racing-wise. That's the way to be. But yeah, Preview Vegas, time? very exciting, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited. But uh, getting back to the present, we have Australia this weekend. Let's preview this race. I have one story Yay. real quick about it before we get into previewing the race. And it's that there was apparently a rescue mission <laughs> um, for a freight delay. It, oh, yeah, I saw this. Okay, so apparently there was a cargo ship that was supposed to take a staggering 42 days to get all the freight to Australia. And I guess it was going to be delayed somehow because of everything's delayed right now, obviously, with the stuff that's going on in the world. And so DHL, who is F1's, I guess, freight partner, the actual... I guess there's a president of motorsport logistics and he went mm -hmm. to Singapore to personally oversee the transfer of the stuff from this cargo ship onto a plane <laughs> and they flew it to Melbourne and everything's good. I, mean, I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It is cool. I think it's insane what the, how they have to move all this stuff all over the world all together. And honestly, it's amazing that things don't happen more often where it's like you get there and stuff's not there. Like what happens? Yeah, I'm waiting. Was I'm it? waiting for the weekend where like there's just like no tires. Like oh, we can't <laughs> find where we put the tires. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, not for whoever that happened to. Yeah, I would be funny because I talked about it, but like not funny because there'd be no tires. That'd yeah. be like Indianapolis Grand Prix 2005 Part Two. <laughs> there's yeah, actually but, you know, no tires. <laughs> I guess they just didn't know the right people in this situation with them going to Melbourne because um, somebody told me this extremely wild story once that has to do with freight, not going to where it has to go. Um, I've um, kind of befriended someone who's an engineer who works for one of the F1 teams. I don't want to say which one. I don't want to say what he does because I don't necessarily have his permission to like Secret share that. source. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, super nice guy. And um, we chat sometimes, you know, like on online and, and he, he told me uh, that you remember it was when it was, I think it was, was it Haas, right? Who didn't have their stuff for testing. Yep. Yeah. And they, yeah. And so, um, so he, well, I guess you, you'll know he's worked for one of the other teams. So that still leaves a lot of 
uh, possibilities, but they There's were having a similar, <laughs> yeah, they were having a similar issue actually with their freight. Um, and he was actually in, um, uh, he had come into some, uh, a guy, another guy who works on the team, his office to talk about something. And then, um, it turns out he was in the middle of dealing with this freight situation and somebody came in and was like, well, what are we going to do? And, uh, and, uh, and the guy was like, well, why don't we just call the crown prince of, um, you know, what, uh, what this would have been Bahrain. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and the person who had come in with the issue were, thought that he was kidding. Like that, that it was a, it was a, you know, it was like an offhand comment, like in terms of like, well, you go and figure it out. Like, I'm obviously not going to call the crown prince, but then he called the crown prince because they know the crown prince. <laughs> they, All right. This wow. is, I think it's a great illustration. See, so this team's, this team has, doesn't know the crown prince. So they couldn't do the same thing. Um, but someone on this team does. And this is why I think it's like so illustrative, honestly, of like the hilarity of, well, it's a bit hilarious and a bit scary and sad that there's, the F1 is like so unique and like this, this cronyism and the like, you know, the way that the whole system is set up that this was, this is a person, yeah, who was like fairly high level person on the team, but still like, like he had his number he called, and so my friend, who's he sat in his office the whole time he was talking to the crown prince, and then he talked to his assistant and other people. He had to like make a bunch of calls to, to figure out the logistics of getting their stuff through customs or whatever the problem was. I don't exactly know, but yeah. <laughs> that's F1 in a nutshell. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's much. 100%. Call accurate. the crown prince. He's like, I thought, he, and my friend was like, I definitely thought it was a joke, like, or it was not a joke. It was sort of like he thought that it was, he thought that it was like, you know, what you would say to someone like, what do you want me to do? Go solve the problem. Like, what do you right. want me to do? Call the crown prince, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's incredible. But yeah. it, it, that really is, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's so F1. <laughs> so F1. So we got some track changes, Frenchie? Yeah, uh, it doesn't look like, I mean, I'm I know, looking at the map right now. There's a lot of widening of corners <laughs> by a couple meters in the first i'd say like half of the track and then they remove the chicane um between corners nine and ten and then there's some big changes around corner 13 14 so we'll see how it races i think it's going to be good but melbourne's i mean it's been around since 96 they hadn't really changed the track until now so we'll have to see i think they have four drs zones which has been a contentious issue online for some reason but we'll have <laughs> well, to see that doesn't how that goes. Happen anywhere, right? That's like that's not a that's a first time thing, I believe. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you like it? Why do you Why do you feel that way? So, slight hot take, maybe. <laughs> I think the one issue with the new car is it's much better in terms of following on another car and i think we've seen that the first two weeks definitely the dirty air is less of an issue but passing is pretty much relegated to if you have drs and i get it that's why they have four drs zones and it'll probably look exciting on tv or if you're there so yep. like because i know that's what french is going to say so i'm going to steal his thunder before, <laughs> before he gets there that was going to be my counterpoint so yeah yeah so like i get it from that standpoint but like from an actual like racing standpoint like are we really doing anything to improve the actual racing or are we just 
art. I don't want to say artificially improving it, but I guess maybe you are. It's a gimmick, but it, we already yeah. had it as a gimmick. So just making, yeah. you know, adding DRS zones, it doesn't change. We still have DRS is the bigger issue in my opinion. So adding like, or subtracting DRS zones doesn't matter. Like either we have it or we get rid of it. Well, like four, like this, there, there's one, and I don't have the chart in front of me here, but there's one. I there's don't know, one where there's two DRS zones, but one detection. Yeah, zone, yeah, I think. yeah. I think it's yeah. thank you coming out of the last corner, and then there's like a, a small chicane. So it's just like I don't even understand how that works. Yeah, you go on the front straight, and that's a DRS yeah. zone, and then there's a uh, another short straight between corners two and three that I believe is also a DRS zone. So it's like yeah. DRS zone on the front straight, then we have a short chicane, then another DRS zone. So it's just like keep the DRS open. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah it's, just keep it I mean, open the whole time. <laughs> what we're gonna see is like these DRS games again, which is yeah. hit and miss. And now, granted, it's you know this track isn't like Jetta in terms of yeah. like layout, so you're not gonna yeah. maybe see that kind of stack up like you almost right. saw last weekend or the weekend before and, and last year. But and I don't know. It's just, well, I gotta believe they'll come up lot. with like I'm. I'm really hoping that we don't. I guess. As as interesting and fun and exciting as that was, um, something that I heard somebody um, talk about, I forget where, um, was that actually like in a on a circuit like Jetta, there was actually um, I hadn't thought of this. This hadn't occurred to me at all. But I heard someone talking about how like, well, that actually could be like dangerous because yeah. they're doing the thing where they're like, you know, no, after you, after you, no, you like and they're slowing down a lot. Meanwhile, right. there's all these, there's like blind corners and things. Somebody could be coming around that corner, not expecting these cars to be going uh, quite a bit slower than they would normally be going. And that, that might not be good. And that's how Max and Lewis collided at Jetta last year, right? Trying to fight for that DRS much, activation yeah. zone. I so. mean, that, well, it's. Well, uh, some say he brake checked him, but uh, the, the official explanation is that it was trying to get DRS, so. I think that the that DRS is, I think that they're like ducking. both true. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like That's it's fair. kind of both true. Like it's, you know what I, but, but there wasn't there like, uh, there was like telemetry wasn't there and that he hit the brakes hard. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along The Planted Runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report, your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan 
and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform. Like, yeah, we did. I, I do remember that. It, he he hit him hard. Like I'm sorry. It's I. Yeah. No. I mean they they play mental games with each other all the exactly. time. So yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. I could see that for sure. Both of them. But like that's. That. I mean I, I people I heard talking about that who race like in karting or do other things were like that's really bad. Oh yeah. That's like I'm pretty sure like that's one of the worst things year. you can do. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever really praised Max on his clean driving. That's not, I mean, he's a very he's fast praised, driver. He's getting praised a lot for it this year, though. For clean Everyone's driving? like, ooh, well, yeah, because he hasn't Cause crashed Charles. Charles so far. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about all that because it's, it, it's just, it's very, it feels um, a certain way. I don't know if it's that he's like chilled out a bit, that he's gotten a championship. Get, um, given to him but um <laughs> I think I think it oh, is burn. definitely part of it is that you know him and Charlotte like know each other they're close in age same age they're, yeah yeah they're but it's like that's not a good reason no for <laughs> you know no like, I mean it's really not I, I don't I think he should have equal respect for everyone on track and that's yeah. you know an issue that that people have with Max right that he's too hard of a racer but yeah I mean I don't if on the one hand, it's like almost like I would respect it more if he was like that with everyone. Yeah. Like he's obviously being much more polite with Charles than I think he was with Lewis. And I, that just doesn't sit well. I think that'll change as the season goes on and the battle gets more yeah, intense. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe there'll be some incidents. I'm pretty sure yeah. there will be. <laughs> Predictions? Yeah, let's Ollie. do it. Frenchy, I'll lead, I'll lead predictions, and uh, if you write them down or just yeah, I'll write them down, so we can we can go back and remember them. All right, so we're gonna make a couple predictions here. Since you're the guest, we'll let you go. We'll let you go first. Oh God, uh, who is going to have a good weekend? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna win. It right, just right. means who is having a, a good weekend. Hmm. Oh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's like there's a lot of answers I want to give that are like wishful thinking, right? Of course. But those are fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's sort of a valid reason. It, it doesn't have to be any because I'll tell you before I say my prediction that like yeah, I have sort of a um, I have a lot of feelings about a lot of things. So you can probably tell. So and one of them is predictions, actually. Like I, I, I think that I get why people like to do them and why it's fun and why it's like, okay, you know, like a thing that everyone likes to do. But I always kind of uh, have this feeling of like, what, like there's no, there's really no way like one prediction's as good as the next. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, like, unless that's somebody why has, we make some hot takes during our predictions <laughs> or we try to. Unless somebody has like this incredible track record that's like documented, you know, for being able to really predict things fairly accurately it's like i'm like why should i listen to your predictions <laughs> you know what i mean it's so fair. i guess i get but i'll say um i mean this is wishful thinking obviously on my part completely but i'm i'm really hoping for lewis to have um a good weekend because you know that was disaster last time out <laughs> and um I, I, it's probably a lot of wishful thinking because, um, you know, even though I hear they're bringing some 
stuff uh, to try to um, help the car do better. I know it's not, it's still, it's still not like the new floor because they couldn't get it there in time or something I saw. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, I guess, uh, so, so it's, it's mostly wishful thinking, but yeah, that was just painful in Jetta. Um, and then as a Lewis fan, I'm sure there were people who are not Lewis fans who thought it was great. Um, but, but, I'm, but for me, it was really hard to watch. I was like, what? Like, although it did provide the comedy of like him being like, is there even a point for 10th place? You know, that was, um, that was definitely fun because it's like people were saying at first, I thought that was really hilarious. Like, doesn't he know there's a point for 10th place, but actually maybe he hasn't been since the point system changed. It's possible. He actually hasn't been back there. <laughs> so yeah. he wasn't genuinely wasn't sure. Yeah. And that's just insane. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, it's, it's wishful thinking, but I'm hoping for a good weekend for him. That's fair. I mean, that's what predictions are fun for. We, and we get to usually get to laugh at ourselves afterwards. <laughs> Frenchie, go ahead. I'm going to say that Pierre Gasly will have a good weekend. All right. Well, back to the drawing board here. I <laughs> will take Mick Schubacher since I picked him last time and we all know what happened. <laughs> and I think he was on for a Q2 appearance yeah. last time in Jetta. So, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Bad weekend. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who's going to have a bad weekend? I, um, I am going to go with Lance Stroll. Good choice. Always, Seems always. like a safe bet. Yeah, it's a really good this... choice. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's our least favorite. Yeah, now but... that certain people. I are mean, going. oh, really? It's not Latifi because I'm. I sort of. I'm starting to feel. Uh, uh, he's. Just I don't a hate goober. Latifi. Yeah, he's just a goofy <laughs> goober. <laughs> he's not hateable. Yeah, but uh, as a person, absolutely not. Okay, yeah, as fair. a person, as a driver, as a then drive... maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. point. All right. I mean, he keeps ruining people's races. <laughs> you know, like poor Checo, do you know? I mean, I don't know. He might yeah. he would have not necessarily won, but he would have had like a shot at it. True. So he's yeah. gonna yeah, he's not gonna be very popular if he continues no, to keep doing this. No, no, even if it's I not on purpose. All the Nutella in the world's not gonna help him. It's not <laughs> like I or like or somebody I uh um somebody else on some show I listened to once said they're like Nutella, like all the like this is not a personality. True. That is very true. He has, he's pretty bland. He's a very bland individual. I mean, individual. he seems like a very nice person, you know, for sure. Like, if he wasn't a race car driver, he would be a librarian. Yeah. Or an accountant. Yeah. You know, yes. or something like that. I mean, he, he, he has actually, like, do you know what? Like, what I find objectionable about him is not even just the driving and the fact that he, there are other paid drivers, like, again, Lance, you know. But, um, but, and then we've had worse paid drivers, Lord knows. Um, but Mazepin, he just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but see, that's why, cause Mazepin's gone now. So now people are like, oh, um, hmm. He was the Latifi. default to hate. Yeah. yeah. Right. He hit, he no one looked at hatred. Latifi. Right. No yeah. one looked at Latifi cause they were like this guy, mm-hmm. you know, but now, and especially with the crashing at the bad times, it's really not, you know, not a great look. But he, I don't know if you guys ever watched those videos that Williams makes when they do like these head-to-head challenges between the drivers. Okay, yeah, I've seen so those. yeah, so Nikki 
tries so hard in those. Oh, yeah. Like, he is super serious about it. And on the one hand, you could say, okay, maybe that makes sense because, you know, drivers are competitive people. But the other, like, last year, George did not give a single crap. And this year, Alex does not give a single crap. And Nikki's, like, really into it. And I'm, I'm so, I hate to say it, but it's like, I, I feel like, the, you know, he's like, well, this is something I can win. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel, I do feel bad saying these things because he is such a nice person. He listens but... to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he, if you're listening, Nikki, I also love Nutella. Here, I can even prove it. You're our favorite Canadian F1 driver on the grid right now. Totally. Totally. Yep. I mean, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. There you go. So... All right. Who's your bad pick, Frenchie? Um, going to do bad this weekend is probably, I'll say Zhou Guan Yu is not going to have a good weekend because he's had a few good ones. He's going to make a rookie error of some kind. That All was right. going to be my other option. I was trying to decide between them two for similar reasons, actually. Are you a mind reader? That's how I get That's all the trivia, smart. right? I just know <laughs> before you ask it. <laughs> Who am I gonna pick? This is harder. Yeah, I wanna I, I wanna be hot takey here. So <laughs> I am going to say we are going to see our first Max Verstappen issue of the Ooh. year, and he's gonna have a rough weekend. You and mean now, rougher uh, than Bahrain? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you don't count the first race. No, uh well that wasn't really his fault. Like it was okay. that was a mechanical. Otherwise, you know, he was in line for a podium or a top five at least so yeah no i i think i mean i guess maybe i should count it but i think we're gonna start to see you know now that the season's underway like we're gonna see some un- we're gonna see the unforced things start to pick up at some point here yeah. and i'm gonna say it's this weekend all right yeah uh, you think it's too it's too soon though don't you think it's too soon like, i mean probably gonna, but that's yeah. why this that's why this was a hot take <laughs> Okay, so up next is surprise qualifier to make Q3. Oh, boy. I think we've struck out on this all season so far, or both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember who who have you been guessing. Who who are you guessing? I I literally don't remember who I predict within (laughs) minutes of the episode ending. Um, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, I am going to say again, a bit of wishful thinking, um, but I'm going to say my boy Sebastian Vettel, um, because like, I think probably there's not an expectation of that car being in Q3, uh, overall. Uh, but you know, Seb's just been, well, not resting. He was sick, but but he had a few weeks away hopefully he's like all relaxed maybe it's all gonna somehow work out i like that i i feel like i'd love to see him just absolutely shred lance so i'm all for it i mean he usually does doesn't he like yeah but you know just to put a finer point on it (laughs) why why not everyone's kind of been talking about like is he washed up is he gonna retire he needs to really don't like that to be honest like me neither I don't love i don't like that like should put a little respect on his name like this is a four-time world champion like i don't really understand that kind of talk and why do we never hear that kind of talk about alonso why who's older 
who's who's quite a bit older and and why don't we hear that about him i heard a stat about alonzo earlier today i believe on another podcast that just blew my mind he could have been i think it was on f1 beyond the grid the one from last week Mm -hmm. with pat fry oh yeah yeah i heard that i heard that it was like if he had had eight more points, he would be a five-time right. world champion. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's only eight what? more points. That's how, he missed out on several championships by like yeah. this much, by nothing. Yeah, very. Like one of them was even like one or two, right? Like there was it was super close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And do you know what? I have the sense that Fernando Alonso thinks about this literally every day. Like that's that's <laughs> oh. sort of the the vibe I get. You know what I mean? Like, the, I think he wakes up in the morning and he's like, I could have had five world championships. He's an intense man. So I could see he that. He is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But see, I think that's why people talk about him differently than they talk about Seb, which is sort of unfounded. But um, but I think it's because Seb's like very laid back, or at least now he is. He didn't used to be. Yeah. But yeah. now he's like, yeah, um, he's like laid back he seems like he's just very chill he's so people i think have that like association with you know the, the the you know racing drivers need to be intense and need to be you know a certain way and um and seb's kind of not like that now uh and so i think people discount him because of that but i i don't think that's valid we did we did definitely need to have you back on again to do have more of, i like your opinions i tend to agree with everything you've been saying Yay! <laughs> yeah, she fits in opinion wise. I think yeah. pretty much. And we didn't we didn't know this going in, so it works out really well. Yeah. Well, uh, and of course, all our opinions are correct. So exactly. Thank you. Obviously. Yeah. All, Margie, all, who's your? Who's my who's your surprise Q three? Um, who's going to be a surprise to get into Q3? Let's go with, I'm pretty sure I've been picking him like every week, but let's just say Alex Albon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not happening. <laughs> no, but it's a nice, it's a nice thought. It's yeah. Nice thought. That car is just so bad. Yeah. So I'm going to say, and this almost is like not super hot uh, takey anymore. You're going to say I'm McLaren, aren't you? No. <laughs> oh, Okay. I'm gonna say Botas, and you know my you that's know not our feeling. Take. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. He, hasn't he been in Q3? Both the, races. So he has far. not yeah. missed Q3 since like it's been a. He has a string of getting into Q3 that it's like unbroken. So that yeah. that doesn't fit the the parameters of the prediction. Not a hot Barely. take, but whatever. <laughs> Barely. Alfa Romeo's good now. We just it's have to get rules. used to it. It's my rules. That's like cheating. Okay, fine. Yeah, like okay, I'll say you know Charles Leclerc. <laughs> Like I mean, just know. based on the Alfa Romeo car, it's always hit and miss if that car is going to make it into mm. Q3, or it was always hit and miss. So I'm still, I, I think at some point, Botas is going to slip up, and not because <laughs> I don't like him in the slightest, but because it's Alfa Romeo, and there's no way that car is as good as it's looked in the first couple races. How pissed do you think Giovinazzi <laughs> is that like the car got so oh good and God. he's I now at the so back of the him. grid on Formula E? <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Seriously. Yeah, oh. well, you know, don't make mistakes and you won't end up there. Uh, <laughs> That's no, easier just... said than done. Kind <laughs> of, that was mean. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, and also like would they have had to get rid of him if they didn't need, you know, the money, right? Like, uh, they, yeah, he, he still would have been out. Have, yeah, he still might yeah. Well, that's true, but I don't know. I also feel like um, 
I feel he probably would have fine. He would have been, but it's like there were. T- I'm not sure if they like supported him fully sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. They're, yeah, that's you fair. Know, I think for whatever reason, and then maybe that's on his end somehow. But yeah, I don't think yeah. he was in there having like tea and crumpets with the ownership at Alfa Romeo. Exactly. He wasn't. It just didn't yeah. feel like they had that connection. No, no, yeah. All right. Do we have any other? predictions no we'll keep we'll keep it there sometimes we do more but i i'm tired we're gonna wrap it there <laughs> yeah i have so, one thing the time so oh yeah yeah get. yeah yeah. thank you thank you so we're gonna I do i was getting the weekend real quick but they are not easy for the americans to watch american listeners. oh when so practice one <laughs> is on friday at 11 p.m uh practice two is then in the early morning of Saturday at 2 a.m. Practice three is 11 p.m. again on Saturday. Um, qualifying is at 2 a.m. on early Sunday morning. And then the race is 1 a.m. on, I guess that's Monday morning, actually, right? It is technically. That is correct. Is that it is really? Correct. I thought it was. Yes. Yeah, for me, it's midnight in my time zone. So, oh, yeah, yeah, those are all Eastern. It's... Yeah. I thought yeah. the race was Saturday night into Sunday. Oh. Well, no, it's on yeah, the tenth. It's on the tenth. So which is Sunday? Definitely, yeah. Sunday, yeah. Which, so which do you guys Sunday understand this or not? Like, Elle and I were trying to figure this out when we were actually like recording our episode the other day. Why is it? I thought well, Australia is like a day ahead of us. I thought so. I'm I'm confused as to why. Yeah. Where in Australia is this race again? It's they're like basically all of the but... country. It's over on their um like eastern coast. Yeah. Because Australia has like six time zones in it or oh, something, true. doesn't it? So maybe that's I don't know. But I, I feel like I've talked to people in Melbourne and they're they're in the next day. Like yeah. when you're you know, like I could like it'll be evening here and over there it's already the next day. So hold and, on, Frenchie. Yeah. Question. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think so practice one is technically thursday night for us um i think you said friday i think that's where you got then let me just read all those again if those are all wrong (laughs) and you can just edit that out no we're gonna leave it in there we're gonna leave it in there because it's not often you yeah it's not often frenchie's never wrong so we have to we have to have some fun with this but the i'm looking at the f1 app and practice one yeah it's wait the seventh is tomorrow right yeah. Uh, yeah. So is. yes, yeah. that's what that's why I was off because tomorrow is Thursday night for us at 11 p.m. is first yeah. practice. Right. It's earlier than usual because yeah. they are a day ahead. So I am excited. Uh, the only reason it's not as bad is since I'll be in in Long Beach. It's three <laughs> hours behind normal, so it's like practice one for oh, me. Oh yeah, it's is gonna like be easier for you. That's not 8 fair. PM tomorrow night. So I'm like, all right, like this is oh, this is reasonable. Like that's fine. It's gonna be a, you know a long. You know, it'll be fun. I'll be at the track all day. Come home, go to the Airbnb, lay in bed, watch F one. Like, I mean, that's that's and we'll, life. And I'll be messaging you about it at eleven yeah. p.m. Staying up a little bit late. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't go to bed weekend. before midnight ever. So I'll, I'll, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but what about the race? Are you going to watch that live? That is a good question. It's right. it's yes. so it's on Saturday night here. Then right is what you're yes. saying. Yes. Uh, so it's at yeah. one a.m. Yeah, Sunday morning at 1 a.m. I can stay up for that. I don't know if I'll be able to stay up till 3 and watch the whole race. See, that's that's right. That's what you have to consider. Like, yeah, when you say 1 a.m., it's like, okay, but then 
to watch right. the whole race. So although they're usually over in an hour and a half, so it may be, it may be doable. But if I can't, I do know that I have been able in the past to completely ignore Twitter in the morning and just watch it on <laughs> F1 TV. So yeah, I think I'm gonna have. I'm I'm so sad because. I haven't had the, because this is like my first Australian race that I'll be seeing. So I haven't had this whole time zone experience before <laughs> where I would have had to potentially not watch a race live because I, of course, like I prefer to watch it live. You know, like yes. I don't know how people yeah. do it who, who like all the time don't watch it live, you know, who like habitually will watch it on their own time if they have a one TV or whatever. But I'm like, but looking at this one, I'm like, I don't see a way that this is going to work for my schedule yeah <laughs> thankfully I'll, to... I'll make it i mean listen i've made getting up at three in the morning for turkey work before so wow we can <laughs> that wasn't even worth it <laughs> no i'm pretty sure halfway through that race i literally put my head down on this desk and i was like screw this i'm out <laughs> and i think i think hickey went back to bed uh, that's how boring the race was. And I was like, all right, I'm going to pretend to stay awake. <laughs> the last right. speck of cars. Yep, those are cool. On that note, guys, we'll wrap it up. Anna, thank you for joining. Guys, My go pleasure. to racingincident.com for their show. We'll have them back again so we can all agree on the same opinions. <laughs> and and check back in, see if she's watching IndyCar. Yeah, check <laughs> Check back in on her IndyCar progress is, yeah, is how we should yeah. phrase it. Well, like, tell, okay, me, tell me what to do for Indianapolis, and we'll see. All yeah, right. uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. Um, we'll talk. Your pe- have your people talk to my people or whatever, like the show we'll business do. people say. That's also me. So, yes, yeah, that's also, will, also, uh, also yeah. me. <laughs> so everybody have a lovely weekend of racing. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.